another monday surprise guest <laughs> and we still together <laughs> yep you know you got your girls chris and Vic. we still here y'all <laughs> well she's still here she's you know and two weeks later she is holding strong and we proud chris and Vic. i'm chris i'm Vic. kwan's here as always yo right <laughs> Talking that shit. <laughs> Tonight, speaking of Quan, we're talking about, <laughs> just kidding. Shade. Shade. <laughs> we're talking about narcissism. And you know what? I think we all tend to, in this generation, have some narcissistic personality traits. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But, um, Full-blown narcissist, I think, is a different thing. Oh, that's probably very rare. Yeah. but Maybe narciss- not. Well. I think they're out here running rampant. And, I think, know, I think like, that this this virus is definitely exposing our narcissistic tendencies. For sure. For sure. Um, but, like, a full-blown, like, narcissistic personality disorder. I don't yeah. know if I've, I don't know. When I was reading, like, doing research, mm-hmm. I was like, oh. I know someone like this. I know someone like this. Right. I do this. Mm-hmm. But you know somebody that has like one. Yeah. Or like two, right? Like all nine. But all nine? No, right? Hopefully not. Maybe you know. Maybe <laughs> you know. You know? I think if you got seven out of nine, you I think qualify. Like four out of nine. No, five out of nine? Yeah, I mean. I don't know. Majority. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to get into it. And this will probably be a part two. Maybe a part three, depending on the, you know the nar- how the narcissists react. Uh, maybe they want to come on and take up for the narcissist. Who knows? If you want to call us, you can. Um, 702-608-3259. You can call us throughout the show and interrupt and say your piece. But I be peaceful. I don't know if narcissists know that they're narcissists. And I think that's the caveat. Yeah, know? they don't know. It's like a sense of awareness that they just don't have, you know? Oh, it's absolute. Yeah, there's like no fucking awareness. Yeah. Um. But first, what's going on in the world? Anything besides Corona? Listen, guys, we we shouldn't even be here, but we are here because it's legal and essential. So don't be calling nobody saying why y'all out. Well, that's not the phone call we want. Well, the police said anyways that they didn't want nobody reporting. Really? Businesses that weren't <laughs> shutting down. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, if I was a beauty supplier or something, I'd be like, come to the back. Don't park in the front. I'm pretty sure. I know, like, some of these um, beauty services or whatever, mm-hmm. they're doing, like, in-home stuff. I you mean, tell me. If they want to come into my home, and if I'm okay with them coming into mine, then oh, yeah. mind your business. I mean, um, we're what all just trying to, we all are trying to adjust. Well, yeah. some people are trying. Some people truly don't give a shit. So there's a difference. Some, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Some people are trying. Some people really don't care. Yeah. I read like all those spring breakers down in Florida. Right. All the not all of them, but a couple of them got you know were tested positive. Mm-hmm. Um, that so, was just disrespectful. Well, they clearly didn't give a shit. They even like if I get it, I get it. I'm not gonna stop it. Let it stop me from partying. My thing, my problem with that is like fine. If that's how you feel, fine. But the the level of disrespect and just like I don't know. What happened to Big Mama? You know, 
what happened to respecting your elders and taking care of your family and wanting the best for others around you, you know? Well, and that's okay. <clears throat> I'm not going to say like, okay, this is how it should be or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've been out to the stores. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'd rather go to the store than send my parents to the store. Yeah. Same. So, same. same. Because I know I've been in the stores. I've been in the store with a glove and mask, all that stuff, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. When I'm at home, I stay away from them. Me too. I've been, we've been practicing. Right. And so it's. I haven't too. been giving them hugs and kisses and stuff. I know. And I, and I just said Which this. Which is awkward. Last night, if I have to be around somebody, like last night I made some banana nut bread mm-hmm. and whipped it. But uh, I was wearing a mask and all that stuff, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Disinfecting the knobs and handles on the house, all that shit, right? Um, which I think you may clean, but I don't think you do that like on a daily basis. Right. You know, but anyways, frequently touch things, your phones, please, phones, iPads. Anyways, and so I was thinking about that. I was like, when I leave, like I won't be able to hug them. Bye. No, you can hug mm, them. Then you can hug them. Then I wouldn't give a fuck at that, at that moment. I wouldn't want to hug. I wouldn't want to, because you know, because it also saying, of course, a lot of people who are asymptomatic are the ones who are really spreading. I get it. So yeah, I don't want. I don't want to do that. Well, but I will. I don't know how you're gonna be able to do that. I don't know either. I don't. It may be like a reaction or, you know, just a reflex. It is. Hug them. It it will be. Think about it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'd say hug your mom. I mean, of course. You know, but um, but you're right. This has pretty much changed our entire way of being. But you know what, guys? We we want to give you something else to focus your mind on. I know it's hard. It's all we talk about. It's all we're dealing with. But we're going to be. We're going to give you like 50 minutes of something the fuck else. So you can think about your hopefully so your love life or lack thereof yeah or that personal self yeah I, I mean how many people are like really reflecting on themselves right now I feel like this is a time of huge self reflection hopefully so um unless you're just lying to yourself unless you're a narcissist yeah <laughs> so um I don't know is there anything else going on um, no because I think everything else has been swept up by Corona if something major happens like I mean some, like huge scandal. It'll last for, you know, a day maybe, and then it's going to get swept up. That's true. Because, like, that guy, what's that guy, Andrew Gilliam, Gilliam, or whatever his name is. Who? In Florida. I think Who that? In Florida. That, um, what is he, a senator? Uh-huh. What fuck is he? What I happened? he's a senator. He was the guy that was, like, caught with an escort. His The escort was, in, they were in the hotel room, and the escort, like, OD'd. Yeah, so he ran for governor. Oh. Lost. Yeah. Oh it became this, yeah. He's a married black man. Um, there was like pills and like uh, soiled sheets and stuff everywhere. All this type of shit. All that oh got my. swept up. Okay. Yeah, this is the time to commit a crime. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, there's no, nothing's open, but I'm just saying, like, which is worse? <laughs> uh, truly, the police are out. They out everywhere. Um, so this is not the time to run those red lights, guys. Or those stop signs. I know you're tempted to. These lights are bullshit. But um, anyway. Do not, yeah, I'm here at Lifestyle of Love. We do not endorse <laughs> committing crimes. <laughs> we don't endorse it, but I'm just saying. I say the same thing on the 4th of July and on New Year's Eve. I'm like, this is the night. You ready to shoot somebody? That's the night. No. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to call the cops. No, no. This is like the exact opposite of what we do. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway. So... When we talk about narcissism, um, I think a lot of people, th- this word gets thrown around a lot. It does. It gets thrown around in the uh, entertainment industry. It gets thrown around in relationships um, and dating. Um, 
And we're definitely in like a selfie obsessed, celebrity obsessed, like driven culture. And yeah, um, it often describes someone who's just super cocky, vain, Selfish. full of themselves, right. I think you know, self-absorbed. Yeah, we just throw that word around. And like I said, I think a lot of us may exhibit some tendency or mm-hmm. some traits um, that may read as narcissistic, but I think there's a huge line that you have to cross um, to be considered a narcissist. Like full blown. Full blown. Um, but in psych- psychological terms, narcissism doesn't mean self-love. It, it really means like self-hate. Mm-hmm. Because most narcissists are deeply insecure and um that's why they they act the way that they act so a narcissist by definition is a person who has an excessive interest or admiration of themselves what's that Mm -hmm. oh you he was waving oh keep going keep going if we had a caller or what no keep going keep going anyway so i think sometimes that can be confused with like being self-centered yeah so self-absorbed right self-centered to be preoccupied with oneself and one's affairs Mm-hmm. Um, so narcissists are self-centered, but self-centered people are not necessarily narcissists. There you go. Yeah. So. And it's more accurate to say that people with narcissistic personality disorder, because this is a disorder. This is like a mental illness. This is like a personality disorder, like all these things. Um, they're more in love with an idealized, grandiose image mm-hmm. of themselves. Whether it's real or not, I mean, somebody like Brad Pitt could be a narcissist because, and he could have bought into the Brad Pittness and like decided that right, he can do no wrong. I am the shit, yeah. You know, and it is more common in men. It is more common in men, but women definitely oh, yeah. can be. Um, they are in love with this inflated self-image precisely because it allows them to avoid deep feelings of insecurity. You know, like somebody posts one too many selfies or, you know, flex pics or talks about themselves constantly. That's not that's not narcissism. That might be a little bit of like it could be it could be it could it could it could lead you to the idea that maybe somebody is. But too many selfies isn't narcissism. It's like it's self-absorption, which can be taken is not necessarily a positive thing. But, you know, ain't the world always telling us to love ourselves. Right, but that's kind of you searching for <laughs> love from others. Yes. <clears throat> Depending on, you know, I guess it just depends. Now, if you've, if you've been, like, on a weight loss journey or, like, mm-hmm. a fitness journey and you're, you know, you're um, showcasing whatever. Mm-hmm. But now if it becomes a thing where you're, like, uh, I don't know, you have, like, ugly duckling syndrome and yep. we grew up and, you know, now you need all these compliments. You got one compliment and now you just can't get enough of it. Yeah. But I think with... <clears throat> Excuse me, with narcissistic personality disorder, that's more pathological. So, mm. like, the difference between, like, narcissistic behavior and pathological narcissism would be um, the frequency, intensity, and then duration. Like, you're chronically mm. narcissistic if you have the personality disorder. Like, all oh, the time. okay. Yeah. Right. So, we're saying, like, it would be different. Like, the difference between somebody who does it every day and somebody who does it in a certain situation, mm-hmm. like a like a bridezilla. Right. Like they're self-absorbed in this narcissism for this time right. in this moment. Yep. But 
that's not how they live their lives like necessarily well not necessarily not necessarily. some people but, do yeah but, um so it's like selfishness at the extreme like the extreme of selfishness and the expense of others plus the inability to consider other people's ex- feelings yeah to put yourself others. in someone else's shoes and see it from someone else's perspective the inability to do that mm-hmm. that's what that's what crosses the line to me yeah it is because like people who are self-centered if you kind of told them about themselves they would feel some remorse but if it's someone who's narcissist no narcissistic no they would not and no. they wouldn't even understand the reason why they should feel that way they would just totally disregard yes um there is a spectrum of narcissism though because it's not like a black and white thing Mm-mm. so kwan's gonna play a clip i'm giving you the eye <laughs> from uh red table talk <laughs> so just listen for a few minutes okay the definition mm. of narcissism. A lot of people think it's somebody who's just into themselves. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Could be anything, but it's it's actually almost the opposite of self-love. I'd almost call it self-hate. Ooh. Wow. These are people who have no empathy for other people. They're really grandiose. They're deeply entitled. They're arrogant. Mm. They can't deal with frustration. And when faced with frustration, they become rageful you can't win an argument with a narcissist and i see that i see that in people so much they never want to feel wrong right so i always take it and i don't like that so i just that that's 100 percent my thing right because i'm like this is gonna be an argument you're gonna not want to feel wrong right Right. so So i'm just gonna cut the middleman right and just be like responsibility i'm the person who takes all the blame right here's the thing if you did it 10 times in a row with a partner who had some of these narcissistic tendencies they could easily crawl in there and take advantage of that it's true other things that you're going to look for with a narcissist they're constantly seeking validation narcissists are very very sensitive hypersensitive to the point of being paranoid right because when it comes down to the core they're deeply insecure Right. Wow. So that's not self-love. Right. Right. But because they're so insecure, they open up with, look how great I am. Yeah. And that's why it sells so well in the entertainment industry, because right. they can fake it till they make it and 100%. then keep faking it. Right. If you work in the entertainment industry oh and you haven't encountered a narcissist, it's not possible. The it's not possible. Time. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a chance. It's not <laughs> yeah, it is not it's possible. Not it's possible. like going to the beach and not seeing Sam. Like, right. good luck with that. <laughs> you know? It's so, true. Yeah. It's really harmful because... It's one thing to fake it for a performance. It's quite another to be with a person who invalidates you all, all the all time. time. Are there different levels to narcissism? So the classical form of narcissism is sort of what most people picture. That sort of grandiose, look how great I am. Mm-hmm. Look at my car, look at my dress. I'm right. all that, right? Yeah. So they sort of suck all the oxygen. We're often entertained by them. They're very charming. Yep. It's why people get drawn in. Yeah. But the flip side of that are the narcissists we miss, what we call the covert narcissists. narcissists. Those are the dark nights of the narcissistic world because they come off as really Mm victim-y. The world never saw how great I was. You know, if the world knew how great I was, I'd be the next big thing. So they're very angry at the world. Mm. They're very sullen. They can often look depressed. So we miss them because they're not putting on the big show. We don't associate that with But they're angry. They're very angry. They're very angry. They can be very dangerous as a result. It goes off. Those are often covert narcissists. 
The Joker is a covert narcissist. The co- yes. Joker has a very covert narcissistic feel. Exactly. That's crazy. That's because yeah. look at his whole life was is, nothing went his way. Exactly. Nothing went his, nothing way. Went his mm-hmm. way. And then he said, I'm going to make you see. Ooh, that's right. scary. Then we go on to the malignant narcissist, which to me is the most dangerous, dark narcissist of all. Because really? these are the people who not only can be quite grandiose and charming, but they're willing to manipulate, mm. to exploit, to lie, to cheat to steal, I to throw you under the bus, fits I mean, they're dangerous. <laughs> right, and they yeah. are, and to me, it's like the last stop on the train before being a psychopath. Yeah. One last one, though, what we call the noble narcissist. These are the people who do lots of good things, lots of charitable stuff and donate lots of money. But the reason they do it is only to get attention. validation. These are the people like, I need my name on the building. Lots of Instagram posts, hashtag rescue Saturday. Yeah, or, and they yeah. look really good rescuing too. They look they make good. Hair looks they nice, make, shoes yeah. on point. Like, yes, it's all no good. No sweat. Yeah, I'm no good. sweat. So it's that, but what they are is they're often, they look like a savior to the community, but behind closed doors, they are cruel to their families. Oof. They're cruel to their partners. And everyone will say, you're so lucky to have that mother or father. They are saving the world. And you're thinking, oh my God, my life is a living nightmare. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is deep. Yeah, it no, is. that's I'm like, that's for real. What would be some of the traits? Mm, okay, the real thing that this all spins on is that lack of empathy. Okay, you just don't care about other people. You how can't do you, be how bothered. Do you, how do you notice that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, you're very distracted. They they often like to say. I have ADHD. Yeah. I'm like, you have ADHD? You just managed to talk about yourself for an hour. So that ADHD <laughs> apparently only kicked in five minutes ago. Yeah. So I know some people like a that. A context. Yeah, right? They can't yeah. be bothered. Yeah. They, they can't they listen. they can talk about themselves mm-hmm. all the time. And then once you yep. say something, they're like, how about we just go do something else? Mm-hmm. And right. you're just like, all right. Yeah. They ju- <laughs> yeah. And they just don't care when the conversation's not about them. So they will take, 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 and that can be devastating for people. And it's a lot for a person to get their head around that you just don't care. I know there are just people who um, have those traits, Mm -hmm. but don't necessarily have the diagnosis. Very few people have the diagnosis. So you hear people talk about narcissistic personality disorder, and that's the sort of mental illness, right? Got it. Honestly, in the research, one to 4%. Wow. So people are saying, well, that can't be the case because it's like every other person I encounter. And that's because when we talk about narcissism, it's almost an adjective, basically, yeah. ca- like calling someone stubborn or yeah. friendly or agreeable. If you say someone's narcissistic, it's really a sign that this is someone where it's really invalidating to be in their presence. Have you ever had experience? Oh, with- yeah. Good morning, guys. Oh, that was it. Um, if you want to hear the rest of that, that was Red Table Talk on Facebook Live or Facebook Watch. Um, I feel like that that laid like a foundation for me of just understanding that there's a spectrum and that there isn't just one type of narcissist. Narcissism comes in all colors. Some people are not, you know, putting on a show over here to show how great they are. Some people are literally like sitting in the shadows, pissed off. And that's what I was thinking about, like, um, uh like like people who shoot up schools and like just do things like that um terrorist attacks because that's what they're thinking it's like usually it's nobody it's nobody you know it's nobody famous it's nobody it's nobody that anybody would necessarily look twice at when you see the person and those people are thinking in the, to themselves like i'm going to make you see you're going to see me one way or the other, like they get fired from their job or they, whatever it is. Um, so I feel like that's a tendency. Now Now that I think about it, I'm like a lot of these people in history have got to have been narcissists. 
because just to have the notion that they could do these terrible things to so many people and pull it off. I mean, some of them got away with it. I mean, I got away with it. Some of them pulled it off. Some of them didn't. But what do you think about that? Does um, that all make sense? No, absolutely. It makes sense. Red Table Talk is just, I don't really watch, I don't really follow mm-hmm. too much because sometimes I think it's a little, I don't know. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, but that was good. No, having the psychologist on there and everything like that. Yeah, no, no, no. Definitely. Yeah, because, um, yeah, I mean, narcissism. That's why I said I feel like this is going to be like a, a two part three type show because. I feel like a lot of people have narcissistic tendency. Yeah, more so than more so than like the actual disorder. But I don't know. I don't think I know. Yeah. So, so what are these official official traits or criteria, I guess, for narcissistic personality disorder? Because these are what they say clinically. If you've got these things going on, more than likely you are. So pay attention. Um, so it's a grandiose sense of self-importance. Mm-hmm. So uh, grandiosity would be the unrealistic sense of superiority. Uh, yep. Okay. And then you yep. feel, mm-hmm. yeah, which makes sense because then you think everybody else is inferior and you really let them know that you think that. Not even just like you think that, like you really let them know. Mm-hmm. Uh, preoccupation with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty, or ideal love. I thought that one was interesting. Yeah. Belief they're special and unique and can only be understood by or should associate with other special high status profile or institutions. So I feel like as I'm going through some of this, living in a place like Vegas, and you've lived in Vegas, L.A., and New York. Mm -hmm. So, right. I've encountered them. Right, of course, because those, you know, this is entertainment. Yeah. You know, we associate a lot of that with vanity. Um, You know, who are you? No, you're nobody. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that Mm -hmm. type of thing. Uh, need for excessive admiration, mm-hmm. sense of entitlement. That's probably Huge. the biggest one that we come across. It's got to be. And now I don't know if we're talking about, because sometimes it's like it's entitlement or sometimes it's white privilege. Sometimes it's black privilege. Um, I feel like those all kind of land the same to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, interpersonally exploitive behavior. Mm-hmm. Lack of empathy big one big. envy of others or a belief that others are envious of them Ugh. and demonstration of arrogant and uh or if arrogant behaviors or attitudes yes of course that envy one is really mm, that's something right there because some people envy of others or a belief that others are envious of them yeah that's a very i don't mm, know mm, mm. Envy is is a motherfucker. Jealousy is is one thing. Like I don't know if I'm more like of a jealous person. I think I'm more of a territorial person, because mm-hmm. it's hard to be jealous of other people when you don't know what they had to do to get the things that they have and stuff like that. Right. right? Um. But I I <laughs> I don't know. Okay, this is gonna sound kind of fucked up, but okay. I've seen people who like think that other people are jealous of them, and I just kind of think like jealous of what? Right. What exactly. What the fuck does somebody need to be jealous of you for? I don't feel like anybody has any. I don't even have the reason to be jealous of anybody. Because I feel like I figured out a long time ago that everybody's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And that just because it looks like. I also figured that out. Just because it looks like they've got it all together. Usually when you go in the apartments of those people. Their shit is fucked up. They're fucking messy. They don't know where anything is. But they put themselves together so well outside of their house that you think they got it all together. It's all a facade. I don't I don't like that shit. I don't like that. Girl. 
And also knowing all of these things doesn't necessarily give you insight into like figuring out somebody's a narcissist, especially if you're dating them because you're just, I don't know, you're going to give excuse to people you love and people you care about. You're going to be like, that's not how they really feel. They really have a good heart. They really, they really do care. No, they don't. They don't. If they tell you they don't, they don't. But some people are also damaged. Some people are damaged. And that's why I, I don't necessarily agree And don't know how to receive love. If they tell you they don't care, that they that means that they really don't. I mm-hmm. don't necessarily believe that. Some people are, hurt people hurt people. True that. And people are very damaged. So, yeah. True A lot of times someone says that. they don't care about something, they really do. It, it really just, just fucking depends. <laughs> right. So. Um, have you ever dated a narcissist, do you think? No. Do you have any in your life? Uh, I think I've dated people of narcissistic tendencies for sure. I mean, mm. I think I have narcissistic tendencies. Me too, girl. So, yeah, I think we all do. Like a full-blown narcissist? No. But it's funny because someone I'm dating said that he's been told that he was a, a narcissist. See, but that's what I'm saying. It's like maybe somebody said that in the moment because you were doing some selfish shit. Well, I asked how. Yeah, okay. And, and then when he said it, I was like, I don't think that you're necessarily narcissistic. I think. I, I describe him as being maybe more self-centered at times, but he's also like a remorseful person. Right. That self-awareness is remorse. Right. Being able to say you're sorry. Yeah. So that's why I don't think he's, right. I don't think he's Hold narcissistic, on. but. So there are some, there are some signs. Yeah. I mean, we've been talking about characteristics and traits, um, criteria and stuff. Um, but there are some general signs like. Um, if you're dating a narcissist. Yeah. They are charming as fuck. At first, and that's how okay. That's how everybody typically is. <laughs> mm, okay, typically yes, yes. You've met but, someone. Hold on, you've met someone, and they weren't. <laughs> you didn't think they were charming at first. Of course, really. But there's a difference where the charm wears off, and they're just not as charming. And then there's a charm wears off, and they are a fucking asshole. Oh, okay. You know, and it's like they really actually are an asshole, and they were just wooing you they were inviting you into the cave okay the cave of one how do you do that oh (laughs) um there's this thing called love bombing which is a narcissistic tendency to do which is like you know fairy telling things and all this romance and this grandiose you know um experiences and situations and you just feel like you're you just feel like you literally met prince charming on some shit okay this is why this is it's upsetting because you really do feel, you know, you feel those things that you see in movies and that you think is supposed to happen to everybody. And then you realize, you know, um, but you're the rule, not the exception. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, let's see. They hog the conversation talking about how great they are. That's what the doctor was saying too. narcissists love to constantly talk about their own accomplishments and achievements with grandiose. But then when it comes time to talk about you, they're not interested. It's not. It's not interesting to them to talk about you or to talk about what's going on with you or how you feel about anything. That's not interesting to them. Right. Um, that, that's just a red flag to me. So that's when you have to ask yourself, like, what happens when I talk about myself? Do they ask follow up questions and express interest or do they make it about them? That's why in the beginning it's so tricky because, you know, yeah. definitely. OK, that's the honeymoon phase. Yeah. But you want to talk about yourself at first, right? No, you do. But how great you are, like, yeah. I guess maybe you don't want to, like, 
you know, maybe turn someone off by talking about your flaws or whatever, right? But right. I don't, I don't know. I don't give a fuck because you're gonna come across that one. I don't. I just ah, oh, I don't like that. If I if I just know all these great things about you, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Absolutely. Like, I'm, like I'm meeting. Of course, you're always meeting somebody's representative at first. Yeah. All those things, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Mm-mm. That is a major red flag to me. Like, ain't nothing wrong with you, please, motherfucker. Yeah. Um. Next, they feed off of your compliments. Yep. Narcissists may seem like they're super self confident, but they lack self esteem the most. This rings. I'm thinking about. Somebody. They need a lot of praise. I'm so thinking about somebody. And if you're not giving it to them, they're gonna fish for it. Okay. Um. You're going to agree with me when I tell you this. I'll okay. Tell you off air, they use people. They use people for that. A lot of people need to feel however they need to feel. Good. Have minions. Minions that, you know, yes men or whatever yeah. that mm-hmm. make them, fe- you know, that's another celebrity kind of, you know. And you ain't great. famous, bitch. Exactly. Um, they lack empathy, which is the big one we were talking about. Lack oh. of empathy or the ability to feel how another person is feeling. That's one of the hallmark characteristics. Um, narcissists, narcissists lack the skill to make you feel seen, validated, understood, or accepted because they don't grasp the concept of feelings. Right. That means that they don't do emotions. They don't do that. Others. It's like uh, Angelina Jolie in Girl Interrupted. You cannot be in a successful relationship with somebody like that. No, because if you're really like in a long a relationship, long term or whatever, like stuff is going to happen to yep. either one of you guys mm-hmm. and other person. You're going to need support. You're going to need support. Yes. Yes. You're going to need that. Now, can you wear out your welcome of support? Absolutely. Yes. You really can. Totally. But like from jump, if you're not feeling supported, like I'm not saying this person is necessarily, you know, a uh, personality disorder, but you should probably get the fuck up out of there. <laughs> That's yeah. What I'm saying. We'll get to that later. Um, they don't have any or many long-term friends. Big red flags. Big me. red flag. I, I, and that, I feel like that's always been, um, unfair advantage that I've always had because I grew up in the same place, you know, the same area, mm-hmm. you know, like we grew up and we went to like, once we got to middle school and high school, it was like the same people. And, um, you know, you have so many friends. Yeah. But we're also in our thirties now. That's true. So, and you've made plenty of friends. I've made friends outside. Along of, the way. Exactly. And we've become friends with those friends too, right? Exactly. Um, but even if, okay, say somebody moved around a lot or whatever, so you don't have friends from elementary or middle sure, school. Sure, sure. Maybe even just college, like we're in our 30s. Mm-hmm. So, our work, I don't know. Work. Yeah. There's plenty of places to make friends. You need to be able to have, like, to sustain some, yeah. even if it's just one to me. Because I don't think a huge quantity of friends for some people is not a good thing. See, but if you only have one, I'm still going to red flag you because that one could be holding on by a thread. It could we be. We don't know the, you know what I mean? Like the dichotomy of the relationship. Like this but, person could be the one person that still got empathy for you that hasn't let your ass go yet. Right. And I guess that if you see the relationship, <clears throat> then yeah. that, you know, that could be one thing too. Because we yeah. also know how people, especially now, you know, uh, people have kids, people get flaky. Totally. And people's priorities are a little bit different, um, things like that, you know, whatever. Yeah. But like none so dig into that that's a red flag that is we don't want these people who don't nobody like them no or just can't even <laughs> maybe people did like them but they just can't hold on to relationships that is yeah. a red exactly um they pick on you constantly now this one was hard for me because 
Victoria and I share the trait of talking shit as a flirtation kind of coping, <laughs> you know, kind of, um, you know, whatever. It's like, it's like, it's, it's flirtatious to kind of give you a hard time, you know, like, but I grew up around boys. She had a brother. I grew up around boys. Like, I just feel like that's like boys talk shit to each other. But I don't think this is even just relevant in like romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. Like this is uh, in relationships across the board. Like, yeah, I mean, across the board. Big, yeah, we're not just talking about yeah, big romantic shit talkers. Mm-hmm. But I think that there's certain time and place and things like that. And yes, you're right. Yeah, you're right, you're you know, right. and a certain tone, a certain level. Like, let's not go crazy right, here. Not, right. Don't put my business out don't there. My, exactly. Right. Um, Being mean. Right, so that that is a hard one. Too. But like putting you down, calling you names. Oh no, no, fuck no. Hurtful one-liners and jokes that aren't funny to anybody but them. Yeah, that's what we're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, that name-calling shit. Missed no, me. no, no, miss no, 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 me no. with that shit. We don't do that. No, don't do that. Shit. Because narcissists do love a reaction, and that is a huge thing I realized too that they want you to react. Yeah. When they're doing that, and I'm gonna give you that reaction, and I'm exactly, I'm gonna <laughs> give it to you too. Get ready. But they say like for that, um, there's a warning sign that if they knock you down while in with insults, when you do something that's worth celebrating, yeah, get away. Exactly. A, a narcissist might say you were able to do that because I didn't sleep well. I didn't understand that. Um, say that. But I don't. You were know. able to do that because I didn't sleep well, or some excuse to make it seem like you have an advantage that they didn't. Oh, oh okay. like if we were competing see, and you won, I'd be like, well, it's because I didn't sleep well, not because I'm not better than a, you. Yeah, see, and I'm not a competitive person. Me neither. I, I had this conversation yesterday with somebody. I said, um, if I have to compete for something, it's already not mine. I feel the same way. It's not mine. I'm not competing. I'm not. Somebody asked me today, like, if I'm like a jealous or like a um, possessive person, and I was like, no, because. There's nobody in the world that has something that is better than me. Right. Maybe you have something different. Right. And if you like that, then you should go get that. Um, but I don't have any reason to be jealous of anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't want anybody to be jealous of me either because you've got something to offer that I don't have and vice right. versa. So I just don't feel like jealousy is a worthy feeling. But, I, you know, no shade to anybody who has jealous tendencies because I know that you really can't control it if you are jealous. Yeah, person. I used to. I don't know if that's why I'm like, I, I battle with like, am, am I jealous or more territorial? That's what I said. I was like, I'm territorial to a point, but I'm never possessive because I don't feel that that's productive in a relationship. And it's not. Some people want to feel like they're wanted and needed, but I don't need to be, I don't own you. You're not my, I'm not your mother. I'm not your caretaker or whatever. Like yeah. you're your own person. You belong to you. That's true. That's, I battle with that sometimes, I guess. Not to be like, I guess I'm afraid of being forgotten about. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And so, that's fair. Yeah. That's like, fair. Hey, I'm here. Yeah. Hey, hello. <laughs> Hi. Hey. That's all. That's another one. Uh, <laughs> gaslighting you. Gaslighting, for those of you who don't know, is a form of manipulation and emotional abuse. And it's a hallmark of narcissism. Narcissists may spew blatant lies, falsely accuse others, spin the truth, and ultimately distort your reality. Mm. But that's what gaslighting is. Like, you know something is the truth and someone's literally looking you in the face telling you it's not. Like, I know for a fact that the grass is green and this person is like, no, you're crazy. Everybody else in the world knows that the grass is not green. Right. And you're just like, wait. And eventually, the thing about the brain, you will become, yeah, you'll start to believe it somehow that you're crazy. And that's a tall tale sign too, guys. You start to feel crazy. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, some 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 signs of gaslighting, yeah. mm-hmm. or uh, you no longer feel like the person you used to be. Right. Um, and maybe that see, but you have to differentiate with that because you know sometimes in relationships we tend to kind of lose ourselves a little bit, so we need to like get back to mm-hmm. ourselves. But if you feel like someone's really kind of, you know, having that, you know, uh, change on you, then you may need to go reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you feel more anxious and less confident mm. than you used to. Huge. Like you, I feel like we know. We really know when things are wrong. We know. We know. We just ignore this. But this shit world is so it. cruel, and we just want love, girl. You often wonder if you're being too sensitive. Yep. I have. That's mine. That is. That's my problem. I would. That would probably be really hard for you, because you're already super sensitive. I'm very sensitive too, but you're emotionally sensitive, so you would probably start to feel like every time you shed a tear, that you were like overreacting well, to this I'm, person well i don't always shed a tear because i'm sad sometimes I'm yeah bad, exactly sometimes i'm happy that's what i'm saying yeah exactly um but i think that it just becomes a thing too of like i i have this talk to myself all the time like am i tripping am i asking for too much am i you know expecting too much right. am i over analyzing which i know could all be possible mm. but at the same time then i'm like no fuck that shit like <laughs> i feel like to the right person it's not too much right but Maybe I just asked, but I I asked myself that I'm yes. like, damn, you exactly. tripping. You yeah. tripping. Yeah. Uh you're apologizing often. You always think it's your fault when things go wrong. That's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um you have a sense that something's wrong but aren't able to identify it. Like we always That's know. the one right there. We always know. That's <laughs> the one. Because it's women, when you're when you're dealing with a male narcissist, we know. In here. In here. Okay. Yeah. And a big one is that you make excuses for your partner's behavior. Damn it. That's a big one, too. Yeah, girl. That's a big one, too. Sometimes you don't know that something's really fucked up until you tell it to somebody else. Exactly. Because you're not speaking. You're speaking in your brain, right? Right. And your brain is mashed up with these other thoughts of their, uh, you know, trying to see yourself or see things from their perspective. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to be like, oh, okay, well, maybe I was tripping. And then when you say it out loud to somebody, they're like, girl. The fuck? Yeah. And you're like, oh, is it that bad? Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but that's another sign is like keeping, feeling like you need to keep that kind of stuff to yourself because you, nobody's going to understand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, or people are going to judge you. Or you know that it's fucked up, but you know yeah. they're going to tell you. Yes. And, and you don't want to hear that shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, next. Um, they dance around defining their relationship. Well, See, this is one that that's a could be a pull out. This could be pulled out. Yeah. <laughs> you can't call might, the guy who won't commit a narcissist yeah. all the time. That might be a gimme. That might be a gimme. Yeah. Right Maybe you just. Mm, mm. But um, there are thousands of reasons someone might not want to label your relationship. Exactly. So. Maybe they're poly. Maybe you guys were just friends with benefits. Maybe they're in love with somebody else. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but or. If, but if they have some of the other symptoms on there and won't commit. Yeah. Then it's. Then that's what we're talking about. Um, They think they're right about everything and never apologize. Mm. I can't be with somebody who will never apologize because um, I think that throughout relationships, you just have to apologize. Like, both people are going to have to apologize for things because you make mistakes because you're not perfect. And things are going to happen that you do not intend to hurt somebody. You're just doing what you think is right. That's all people do. They just do what they think they're doing is right. Not necessarily. Some people know that what they're doing is not right, but they want true, it to do true it. True, that too. True, that but too. are you going to own up to it? Are you going to own to it? Are you going to, and most importantly, are you going to apologize? Because people can own up to shit all day and just be like, well, so and? 
Sometimes that's and, and sometimes that's an appropriate answer. Okay, you're right, but you yeah. There's a difference between that and knowing, you know what? I need to apologize because I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, accountability. Accountability. It is exactly. very important in a partner. Um, they panic when you try to break up with them. That's real. That's real. They will scramble. They will scramble to figure it out. When you're ready to be like, I had a situation once in New York where I was so done and I was like walking out the door. He kept closing the door and and arguing with me rather than just let me leave. Maybe we can argue about this later or something. But it was like every time I would open the door, he would close the door. And it started to fuck with me because mm-hmm. I was like, you're trapping me. What is ha- like, am I trapped here? Like, is this is this what is this how I die? Like, I don't know. Like, all these things started to resonate with me later. I was like, he just wouldn't. Like every he would let me open it though. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. But it's like a power. That's a power. <sighs> exactly. Thing. That's exactly. Power. It was a power yeah. thing. It was like he would let me open the door just enough and then slam it. Yeah. No, that's yeah. That's and no. Um. And the last one is when you show them you're really done, they lash out. Which yeah, I feel like those kind of go together. Cause there is the ego. Right, the ego is telling you you're losing. Um, yeah, you're you're the worst. This person's t- saying these things at the same time. Now, yeah, you have to be careful in a situation like this because if they've never, ever, ever fucking apologized for anything, and this is the time when they do it, mm, you might want to watch that shit. Mm. Yeah, because you're only apologizing because my ass is one foot out for real, for real. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's actually huge. The the. The time that someone decides to apologize. Is it when we're yelling and screaming in the street at that point? And I've already broken the windows out of your car. Now you're apologizing? Right. Or because you know you're wrong. and We've sat down and had an actual communication about it. So that's good. Right. Um, the thing to also know about when you're, if you're trying to get out of a relationship yes. with a narcissist. Um, is that you will never be enough for them because they'll never be enough for themselves. Mm. And that may end up requiring you to get therapy. Like the treatment for narcissistic personality disorder would be therapy, therapy, whether it's support groups or whatever. But after being in a relationship with someone like that, you may have to seek therapy yourself. Oh, Because, oh, of course, naturally, if you've been gaslight or gaslit, uh, you're going to definitely question your Especially own self Especially for years? Yeah, you're going to question your own self-worth. Especially if you have children with this person oh, or this person is your parent therapy yeah um and something else that they say you should do is i definitely like to pay attention to how people treat other people like strangers yes so if we go to a restaurant how are you treating our server Mm -hmm. you're treating like an asshole Mm -hmm. like what are you doing um ask yourself how does your partner treat someone that they don't want anything from yeah i think like that yeah i think that's very like telling of character very telling yeah and how they eventually will treat you. Because yeah. right now, they want something from you. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah. Um, if, you, <laughs> if you're listening to this show right now and you feel like, okay, I'm with, I'm with the narcissist or I'm the narcissist, I'm sure you wouldn't come to that conclusion if you are. But if you do, um, or if you feel like you, you're at a point now where you need to get out, there's some preparation that we're going to tell you about. So mental preparation, constantly remind yourself that you do deserve better. You deserve peace. You deserve love. You deserve light. You deserve 
all the things that you want in your life. You deserve them. Um, get your get your tribe together because this is definitely a situation where you're gonna need you're gonna need emotional support mm-hmm. as well as actual like physical like somebody to hug you and hold you and let you cry and let you like feel your feelings. I don't think anybody should have to come out of something like this by themselves and deal with it over the phone or whatever. Like you need a hug after this kind of thing. Um, Build up a support network with friends and family who can help you remind you or help remind you what is reality. Cause I think your reality does get distorted. Absolutely. Um, If you've been with a narcissist for a long time, and you've allowed your brain to... It's like brainwashing. I mean, it it's, is. It, it's truly some brainwashing, Nazi, Scientology, slavery bullshit. And where Stockholm Syndrome is yes, real. Stockholm Syndrome is real. Very real. And you start to relate to your captor or... You know what I mean? Like You feel bad for them. Total guilt. Yes. Um. So, yes. You need people around you who are reminding you of the reality of your situation and of the world in general. Stay strong. Yeah. Stay strong. Uh, urge the person you're with to go to therapy. But um, like I was reading, narcissists don't typically go to therapy or they quit pretty early. Yeah. Of course. Because there's no accountability. There's somebody, yeah, there's somebody piercing into the, mm-hmm. you know, the psyche. Um, and get a therapist. Definitely therapy, guys. Like, that's probably the number one, number two, and number three thing. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> like, sure we all need, real. We probably all We all do. Therapy. We all need therapy. We all do. Definitely. Um. But this this show and any of the stuff that we've said is not meant to, like, diagnose anything. No. Um, you know. We're not psychologists. We're not. And all we're trying to really do is just bring awareness to a lot of situations that people are already in and or might find themselves in. So um, if you do suspect it of yourself, of somebody else, like, try to get a diagnosis. Try to get some true diagnosis. Um, oh, girl, this jack got me hot. Hold on, sorry. Yeah, no, I'm sweating. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's hot in here. He said yeah, that when we got warm. here. Um, you know who I think is a narcissist? Oh, okay. Yes. Let's play this game. Kwan's president. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, Trump probably is because. I'm pretty fucking If you're sure. thinking about. Most politicians are. Yeah. If they you're thinking are. about their name, you know, their name gets yeah. to go up on top of things. And Trump is very big about that. Even in to New York, even it's get like. There, it's like, vote for me. And I talked about exactly. myself for a year and a half trying to get the vote. With any type of yeah, uh, but a lot of politicians are. But in particular, that's why that explains this. That explains this administration. But he's open about it. True that. Oh, the, just from the things that he fucking says. Yeah. Absolutely. Ridiculous. Like just, you were listening to all of this. But we've known that for way longer. Way than longer. Oh yeah. no, for sure. When he had sure. a TV show, and we just liked that. it back then because it didn't. He still affect us. Leading the he's country. funny. Yeah. He, you know what? I, I'll give I'm him not that. saying he ain't. He's I, like I watched. I, mean, I definitely a, laugh. I watched a press conference today, mm-hmm. and that motherfucker had me laughing. But it's but not, it's, it's but it's, it's not like a laugh. High, it's like high ridiculous humor. It's that humor that you're just like it is. I can't for him to be our leader. Help but laugh. Yeah. It's it's not you know it's not appropriate. Yeah. is what I will say. So um, Juan, you listen to all these things. Like you picture some you picture some people you. Oh you know, yeah, that I, you know. Yeah, definitely have known some. Uh, mm. Especially dealing being in the hip hop industry and being oh, ooh, involved in yeah. music, you you, yeah, they don't know how to turn it off, and I don't even blame them a lot of the times. But they you blame the, the people surround them, the people that surround them, and, and I mean you're on stage, you you do it for a living, where it's everyone, hundreds of people, sometimes thousands of people. Look at me, do what I say, listen to my music, 
Repeat uh, after me. Repeat after me. Yeah. Okay. And, and then yeah. buy all my stuff after the show. Mm-hmm. And then follow me on Instagram. Watch all my stuff. And, and that's a that's a lifestyle. Yeah. That's a you have to kind of be like that. And it's a fine line. And it can turn you into that even if you weren't before. Yeah, you weren't before. And now you have to compete with everyone else as a narcissist. So you have to maintain that social media presence and, and you have and to narcissists that will fake it till they make it, honey. And that's after they make words. it, they'll keep faking mm-hmm. it. But that's because why you they see, can. That's why you see so many of them depressed because exactly. they don't necessarily want to be like that, but now they have to be like now that. They, they have, have to, to maintain this fake uh, yeah. self identity that that's not even who they really are. And when you start losing, yeah. and when you start losing your clout, you lose all the you know all the shit that comes with all of that. Of course, I notice also them. like um, a certain celebrity I used to be around all all the time it was definitely a narcissist because it was like his word was like God, like it was like he was God. When he entered the room, when he was out the room, they talked shit. They didn't give a fuck what he thought. But when he was in the room, See. any word, like anything that was coming out of his mouth was gospel. And he would literally just like hold court and just like preach a bunch of shit. And everybody in their head is like, what the fuck this motherfucker talking about? But they, gas but they ain't saying nothing. Yeah. And I He's- found myself even doing that too. Just like sitting there nodding, even though I'm like, what the fuck is this motherfucker talking about? Because sometimes it's easier. It is easier it's because they're looking easier. right at you and they're looking for your nod. They're looking for your validation yeah. in your eyes. And if you're not giving that, they're going to, they're going to But they're snoop buying, you they're paying for that fucking validation. And exactly. Because <laughs> everybody around them is being paid. Yeah. Or gifts. And, or just getting to be part of the light, mm-hmm. you know, be close to the light. They get to post the a picture, is. you know exactly. what I'm saying, with the celebrity a few times. So mm-hmm. obviously it's like I'm in, you know, their circle or, man, miss me with all that shit. Um. I used to work with somebody who, like, you know, I used to work in a hospital. So they would throw, like, these <laughs> doctors' names around. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I had a doctor right, say Right, doctor, some, whoever. They work very hard to get where they are. Fine. Totally. Perfect. Sure. Right? But don't be throwing around this whole, like, about something that doesn't matter. It's like, no. Oh, We yeah. need to get this person a surgery right now type shit. Like, okay. Yeah. But, like, little shit, mm-hmm. like, I can do whatever I want. I'm a doctor. Like, oh. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I don't give a fuck. No, you're right. And <laughs> doctors probably have just as much of a God complex as, like, you know, a LeBron. Not all of them, not not all of, them they, of course, oh, of course. Um, but they would be another category of people who would definitely yeah. have some narcissism going on, like the God complex. Yeah. Like, I save lives. Because it's like, oh, the doctor's coming, this and that, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I got other shit I need to do. Yeah. Like, what the fuck you doing? You know, all those things. And it's like, you do it because it's really for your patient. But you're like, And it's that, what do you call it? The noble shit. narcissism. Right. Where it's like, I'm saving lives. Like, how could you hate me? You know, like those people in um, Peace Corps and that do all that volunteering and whatnot, and they're not doing it for them. the right reason. Yeah, they're doing it so that they can be seen. And I know exactly who she was talking about. These people who'd be showing up to these soup kitchens with their cute little bonnet on, you know, hair pressed, makeup done. They ain't dripping a sweat. But you know what? But if they didn't do that, then we'd be talking shit about them too. See, that's the thing, and that's the fucked up part about right. it. Because they always say. Um, if you're not seen, then nobody knows that you're doing it. And that's the thing. Even with donations. But listen, there's a difference between when you're doing it, like how you how you choose to put that out there. Like taking pictures. You know, like there's people who go to the 9-11 memorial in New York and are like taking selfies like, hey. And then there's people who are literally like devastated. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah, just that's, a difference. That's, there's a, that's just such a, difference. a tricky thing though too because you take pictures because like oh I want to remember that so, you know perhaps and sometimes you're doing it to show off and you'll never 
know. You never know. Who's doing what for who. Because it may be, you know, sometimes publicity is not always a bad thing because no. you may inspire other people. Right. To get to some do, shit right. done. Yeah. Like right now, people are passing out things um, to the homeless or to the elderly. And if you showcase it, then you may, somebody else may jump on board. And like, you know, I should do that too. So yeah. it's not always a bad thing. Exactly. Um, it, I just uh, mean that <clears throat> there's the glamorization oh, yeah. of our nation. Oh, for sure. Where everything is glamour. Everything is IG. Like sometimes it's like, okay, if you do that all the time, then you don't have to post it all the time. You could post it once, you know? Yeah. But I digress. Definitely. Um, how much time we got? We got about five minutes. Okay. You ever dated a narcissist? Uh, yeah. Like a full blown or just narcissistic tendency? Full blown. I didn't realize it until Damn. afterwards. How mm. long was that relationship? Not super long. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's why it, it didn't work because of that. But then, well, yeah. You know, I've, like I said, going back to dealing with hip hop artists, I've was a manager of one for a long time and you know it's horrible mm. Mm. i know but relationship mm. i don't know if it's if it makes any difference because you're like in super close quarters possibly living together sharing your life combining things maybe that makes it harder to get away but i don't know my friend just said um i posted something that said you will never get the truth out of a narcissist mm -hmm. the closest you will ever come is a story that either makes them the victim the hero but never the never villain, the villain. Yeah, so i, I posted that. that and he said like my dad mm. worse he drinks a lot and he's a retired psychologist but we do that but we oh no we do what we can and try to forget the rest because they'll never change and i think that's interesting like kids of psychologists are usually the most fucked up and psychologists understand narcissism. But psychologists you know? see, okay, like, um, what's this guy on 90 Day Fiance? The coach, Ash. Oh, yeah, right, right. Okay, so I think there's probably like three people I probably would not be able to deal with, which mm -hmm. I was, okay, actors, mm -hmm. or like in relationship with, because mm -hmm. I'm like, you're, what's, I don't know what's true. Okay. Um, psychologists and mm -hmm. then like relationship coaches. Oof. Because you know you know how to play. Yeah. And that girl was like, that was the best sex I ever had in my entire life with anybody. And, she, and she's got two kids. Not to say that she had an orgasm to make those kids or anything. But. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but um, she's obviously dated. And she's beautiful. So it's not like she, you know. And she said it was the best she ever had in her whole life. And she was just like, why do you always have the right answer? And But she said that from jump. And she did say that. And that's the reason why she's broken up with him a couple times because he always has the right answer. That guy, I don't know if he would be a narcissist or not. He seemed that way before she got there, but he actually does seem like he likes her. Oh, his lot. eyes bug me out. God, everybody is obsessed with his eyes. His everybody is obsessed with his eyes. His brother was more attractive. Oh, he was so cute. Yeah. The brother. Yeah. He was not playing, though. He and then, uh, not no, he wasn't. It. And that and that was my thing, too. I was like, you know what's not fair about that? Like, usually when you're dealing with someone's family, of course, or friends, right? They're going to always be on that person's side. Totally. Um, so that was my problem because, you know, at the flower shop, the guy was like, oh, he comes. He's my like biggest customer type right. shit. So I was like. But I knew that that was actually him being a relationship coach with all these women and sending them flowers. He's probably saying to them, this is what your man should do. And if he doesn't do these kinds, ah! these kinds of things, that's what I that's what I took out of it. I was like, OK, he's sending flowers to a bunch of women. You shouldn't do that. As a relationship coach not to keep mm -mm. these women 
as that's what they want as clients. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, oh my, then, my relationship coach sends me fucking flowers. Yeah, but so if you ain't doing mm, that, then I'm just gonna keep him and not you. Because I think that creates like a falsehood. That's true for these ladies, and then that keeps them. That, that that's crossing a boundary. I feel like I don't know if that's true. That's just what I thought. Okay, I Even was if like, that, yeah, if that's true, that's cre- that's crossing a boundary. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, that's inappropriate because now what's going to happen is women are going to fucking fall in love with you if they already are not. Well, I was trying to think that he wasn't being a cheater because I would really hate if he, I mean, he's in Australia looking like that. I can't imagine he's not. He it. looks like a fucking baby bird to me. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm just saying a lot of women, a lot of women would like the way that guy looks. <laughs> he looks like a fucking baby bird. And then that guy, Ed. A crystal baby bird. <laughs> and then that um, guy, Ed, oh too. God. Yeah. Spoiler alert. I feel like for him, you know that your <laughs> woman is in a third world country, right? Now, you want her to get the STD test here. I don't think that's a bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. But you're not comfortable getting it in this country. You want to wait till you get back to the States. What the fuck is the difference? <laughs> and you're Yeah, putting, I didn't understand. You're putting an expectation on somebody else that you're not willing to you know, fulfill yourself that's bullshit and she let him yeah, fucking have it i'm like yeah, you're gonna, you gonna learn fucking i didn't understand that women. i didn't understand that part and, yeah. i'm like if you're asking her to get it here why don't you get it here and you're gonna sleep with her regardless what the fuck is the problem so she passes and then you guys have sex and she has no idea if you have something no, like that doesn't that. make any sense because you're you're placing like a superiority over <sighs> that sounds like fucking narcissism right there it does and then you know like he's buying her and he is buying her he's buying her no fuck that mm-mm Oh, guys, listen, that was our show. But <laughs> if you guys feel like, you know, you got some things to say, um, DM us. You can send us messages or video, mess- whatever. Polo us. Um, uh, you can subscribe and subscribe. rate. On subscribe and follow. Spotify, Apple Play, not Apple Play. Ooh, Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast and Google Play. <laughs> Google Play, YouTube. Yeah, YouTube Live. Um, VegasHypeMedia.com. Yep. Lifestyles of Love underscore on IG and Facebook. I'm Crystal with a K on IG. And I am Vic underscore Pistol. Tune in next week to see um, if our special guests will still be here or not, you know? Just- Straight up, Val. It's like, a, it's like a Goosebumps book up in here. Like, There's Waldo. Turn the page. <laughs> Maybe she'll be here. Maybe she won't. Maybe, maybe she she'll be calling in. Yeah, maybe she'll be calling in. Maybe next week, we're, we switched it up, but next week we'll be talking about stalking. Um, we just need to get this narcissism oh. shit off the ground. What? Stalking? Stalking. Yeah. And that includes cyber stalking, y'all. So don't Uh-oh. think that you ain't no stalker just because you don't do it in person, okay? Yeah, I don't think we really have to do it in person anymore. You could definitely cyber stalk. Right. GPS trackers. What, you've had a stalker? It's I scary. know you've had It's a scarier stalker. in person. It is scarier in person, but we all we all got our fake pages. So how you know it's scarier if we have one? Because I've had it online. (laughs) And I'm not scared. Okay. You can always block people, I guess. You can, but... It's fine. But... Okay, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We love you guys. Stay healthy. Stay inside. Stay home, okay? (laughs) Stay home. Stay home. Love you.